Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Across the region, we're watching the numbers as utility crews work to get the lights and the air conditioning back on. The Dow up 535 points, the Nasdaq up 361, S&P up 88. We'll have more with Bankrate's Mark Hamrick at 1010 about stocks rallying. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. According to the Consumer Price Index, prices rose 8.5% in July compared to a year ago, but lower than June's 9.1%. Some shoppers say they're still feeling the pain. KCBS-TV's Jasmine Veal in Southern California. Anahi Tarosian just finished grocery shopping with her son Daniel at this Whole Foods in Glendale. You're paying more, though, every month for food? Yes, that's true, really. Yeah, for, for example, for these bags, I would pay just maybe $50, but now it's just 80 And yeah, you don't buy much, but you pay more. She is paying more. Grocery prices are up 13% over the last 12 months, the largest annual increase since 1979. In a deposition with New York state prosecutors, former President Trump declines to answer questions related to business dealings. New York's attorney general claims the Trump organization inflated assets to secure loans. CBS's Robert Costa. In a statement, Trump said he took the fifth because he had to. When your family, your company, become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt, you have no choice. CBS News legal expert and analyst Ricky Kleeman. And any lawyer worth his or her salt would have told Donald Trump that it was essential for him to invoke his Fifth Amendment privilege at that deposition. The Justice Department charges an Iranian operative in a plot to murder Ambassador John Bolton. The DOJ believes it was in retaliation for a U.S. airstrike that killed an Iranian general in 2020. Bolton says it shows Iran cannot be trusted, especially when it comes to the nuclear arms deal. This uh, attempt to assassinate me is simply one brick in the wall that ought to bring these negotiations to re-enter the deal to a complete halt. The PACT Act is now law. CBS's Margaret Brennan explains. At the White House, President Biden signed new veterans health care legislation. It expands benefits for troops who serve near toxic burn pits in Iraq and Afghanistan. And this is personal for the president. He believes his son Bo died because of exposure to those burn pits. We're taking vitamin D as supplements at record levels. However, as CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus explains. We in the United States spend more on vitamins and supplements than we do on medical research. And at the same time, there is yet to be a benefit to any of these supplements in a normal individual including, he says, vitamin D. A deadly fire that has consumed at least half of a large oil storage facility in western Cuba has been largely controlled after nearly five days. Cuba authorities say at least one person was killed and 128 others injured. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com credit. 1003 Wednesday evening, August 10th, 2022. It is 75 degrees. Flood warnings are still in effect. Good evening. I'm Luke Luker at the top local stories we're following this hour. There were as many as eight flash flood warnings earlier this afternoon as severe weather pushed through 
during the rush hour commute. Now we're seeing uh, rain lightening up a lot in our area. And joining us live now is Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Yeah, and the flood watch expires at 11 o'clock p.m., and I don't expect the weather service to extend it, even though there's some light to moderate showers that cover Interstate 81 and moving over the mountains. That's not going to contribute to any new flooding across the region. We do have the flood warnings, of course, in the earlier rain that expire in the next 45 minutes as late as 1.15 a.m. in the nation's capital, and there's still some standing water in spots, although most of it has subsided. The area I'm concerned about for the early part of the overnight period is actually well south between Charlottesville and Richmond. That area could experience some flash flooding, but otherwise here in the nation's capital, our flooding threat is uh, just about over. Some late to moderate rain, though, will continue through the early hours of Thursday. That's associated with the front up towards Pittsburgh, which is going to draw in markedly drier air on Thursday and set us up for a beautiful weekend. And I'll have the details on the forecast here in a couple of minutes. Well, thank you, Chad. And those storms have caused power outages across the region. In Maryland, Pepco says 1,300 homes and businesses in Prince George's County are in the dark tonight. Another 500 customers in Montgomery County are also in the dark. And in Virginia, Dominion Energy reports more than 300 homes and businesses out in Alexandria, nearly 400 more in Fairfax County, and 400 others in Stafford County. Stay with WTOP. Your weather alert station will keep you up to date on when those lights and that air conditioning is going to be coming back on. Flash flooding temporarily trapped some drivers on Rhode Island Avenue northeast, and the waters pounded some nearby businesses. The floodwaters rose quickly outside District Dogs, the donkey daycare at 680 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. All 40 to 50 dogs were kept safe and moved to higher levels. Owner Jacob Hensley says cleanup began immediately. People are coming in to, to check out their dogs from daycare, but heavy rains and... Uh yeah, in Rhode Island Avenue, where we're on, just flooded. We had about a three-foot wall of water outside our building. Hansley says his store was dry all last year, but this is the third time in three weeks he's had a flash flood. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. D.C. Water says the northeast boundary tunnel being built beneath Rhode Island Avenue and expected to be completed in 2023 will nearly double the capacity of the current sewer system and will help alleviate the historic flooding problem in the area and we are checking conditions at the region's three airports tonight things are improving a bit reagan national planes are delayed out of the airport by about 30 to 45 minutes according to flight aware dulles is seeing departures delayed by two hours bwi marshall departures are about an hour behind scheduled overall this afternoon around 100 flights were canceled Sports betting laws in Maryland have carved out special licenses so pro stadiums can operate. Now one local stadium is close to making it happen, and you could soon be able to gamble at a sports book there on Sundays. The Maryland Lottery and Gaming Control Agency moved Commander's owner Dan Snyder closer to being able to open a sports book at FedEx Field. The applicant satisfies the applicable qualification criteria 
under the sports wagering law is not disqualified. That license approval came after the state conducted its standard investigation into Snyder, looking at both his financials and other issues surrounding him. He won't get the actual license until the state sports wagering application review commission votes on the matter. They could do that at their meeting next week. Venues in Frederick and Boonesboro were also given initial approval for licenses. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, while the July inflation report still showed high levels of inflation, the stock market rebounded. We'll get into it with Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick. It's 10.07. Now more than ever, managing strategic cyber operational and financial risks in your supply chain is crucial.